Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. And we thank you for another opportunity to connect with you in the sacred place, to join our spirits with yours to be one, to release our faith, and to draw and drink from you again more of you, to know you, to know your ways, to get closer to you, to build a relationship with you and to gain revelation, to receive light that brings transformation, that brings renewal in our mind. That we are able to see things the way you see them. We thank you, Lord, that you open up our understanding there as you pour your wisdom into us. And we thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts when we are with you in the secret place that we are able to leave our baggage outside that secret place and commune with you, focus on you. So that when we are all ears, when we are all attentive in that secret place, not distracted, thinking more about our prayer points, more about our petitions, then you are able to open up our understanding and reveal strategies, reveal direction, provide words of knowledge and wisdom. We thank you, Father, that you call into that exclusive zone where you make spiritual intelligence available. And that peace and that joy that you pour into our hearts there when we are with you, Lord, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our creator, the great I am, the ancient of days, the God of peace, the God of hope, the God of patience, the God who is a consuming fire, sitting to refine and to lift up. You are the God of overflow and miracles. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who taught us to call you our father for the first time. So that we can build that relationship on that foundation. He laid the foundation, he paid the price, he bridged the gap. He made peace, the prince of peace. He is our rock, our refuge, our foundation, our fortress, our strength. He is our shield, the glory and the lifter up of our heads. And he is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. We pray in the name of your spirit, Lord. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of freedom, the spirit of life and light. Given to us to make his tabernacle, to make his residence, his dwelling within us, within our body. That this body given to sin might now be transformed into a vessel that is made for the master's use for the purposes of the kingdom. It is he who reveals the times, the changes in times and seasons. It is he who brings revelation. It is he who lifts us up out of the pit. And he partners with us, advocating for us, praying on our behalf. 
teaching us, guiding us, instructing us. Despite all our rejections, he's still there. Thank you, Lord, for your love and for your mercy, that you do not abandon, that you do not reject us, but are ever making advances towards us, despite we rejecting you. And we ask for forgiveness for that, Lord, for all those times we have rejected and act you and have acted on our own. We ask for forgiveness. We come and surrender. Surrender knowing that we want your ways now to operate in our lives. We have exhausted our capacity and have failed miserably. We want to operate on your wisdom, on your direction. We want to walk in the light with you, Lord. Where you lead us, there we go. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make. As well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, and in a special way we pray for all the intercessory prayer warriors in the Rosary prayer group. We cover them in a special way by your precious blood, Lord. Their families, their assets, their belongings, their finances, everything, including their ministries. By the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. <clears throat> We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. When I send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Today we continue on the third part. The total four parts. We'll finish it tomorrow. It's the third part in our series on the pattern of being in Christ. And the scriptural basis for that one is Ephesians 1 that we touched on where we see God's plan for us right from the start, how he embedded us in Jesus. So that when Jesus was taken through a process, it was as good as we going through that process. That is why we can say, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. He said as well, because I live, you shall live as well. And if life is what you are looking for and not death, he said in John 10, 10, I came that you might have that life and have it to the full. Then for that kind of life, we have to depend on Jesus. And the dependence on Jesus is not optional. Ephesians 1, 22 says he is the head. So what does the head do? He governs, directs, secures and provides. The one in charge 
is responsible for that. And so we have to recognize his place as the one that heads that administration. The Bible also says the government shall be on his shoulders in Isaiah. That was when it was predicted or prophesied, a prophecy was given about his coming. So we have to recognize his place as the head and permit his administration, his government to take over the affairs of our life. Up until now, until we came into his pattern, we have done things on our own. Remember man's uh, nature by rebellion is birth. And rebellion doesn't come under any government. It does its own thing. That's what we have been used to for all our life. So now here it will take a renewal of mind to come under his government, submit to him so that he can now provide directions and he does that through his spirit. Now God wants us to go with that plan so that we don't, just like Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, we don't remain or lean on our own understanding. We don't rely on that which was rebellious and only brought destruction. Now we rely on a higher intelligence, a higher wisdom. If we are to combat everything that caused that destruction in our lives, we need that higher intelligence. So that is God's plan where he says you rely on his government now. He is the head, let him take over. What he's really saying to you is, I understand you are vulnerable and susceptible to mistakes. So let Jesus do the directing for you, for his wisdom is perfect and he can keep you out of trouble. So we need to have that renewal of mind of wanting to be in charge to now letting him be in charge. So if we are to understand how those things would change when he is in charge, then we will willingly give him the reins and say, now you take over. I have come to the end of myself. And that is where our baptism actually takes place. When we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, what you are really saying to him is, you take over. I am tired of living the misery that I have lived. I'm tired of living through that failure. But having received redemption and grace there, we shouldn't take up the reins once again. That's what we are being warned on. So submit to him and stay there. Let him do it. Seek ye the kingdom and all these things shall be added. Really means when he says seek the kingdom is come under his government. First find that government, understand it, then come under it, abide by his direction. He provides that hedge of protection around. It is his law that is that hedge. Now he himself led by example. It's not that we're just being told go and follow him. He was totally submitted to God. Where he said, not my will, but your will be done. Every time there was an opportunity 
for him to do things. He always submitted. He said, I do as I see the father do. So in multiple places, there is evidence of him having submitted to God the father. And so as we submit to him as the head, then what do we do? We become the administrative office now that carries out the instructions he will provide. You become part of that government. The, the, the arm that will execute the instructions. We walk in alignment with him and for that he provides grace because God is rich in mercy. Without grace, even our walk will be limited, will fail, will fall short. So now when you realize this, that I have to execute the instruction and even to execute that instruction that comes from the head, I need grace. Now your prayer will change. And this is important if we are to continue our walk with God for long. Your prayer will change to have mercy, O God. Because now we become like that position of Jacob where we realize we are insufficient without him. And it is he, through that grace, that fills up that insufficiency. I know this is a very deep topic, it's a very serious topic. But if you can get this, then your walk with Jesus changes. If we understand how important having that grace in our life is, and I'm speaking it through personal experience, working cerebrally out of our brain, we will fall short. If you are to tap into his higher ways and higher wisdom, the only way is grace. And the only door that opens grace is when you first receive mercy. Mercy is the precursor for grace. So when we are asking or when we need grace, the first thing you will have to ask for is have mercy. When you're saying have mercy is you are acknowledging your insufficiency. Uh, saying, I know I cannot, I am limited, so I need your help. Have mercy. So even though you walk in answered prayer, you might even be walking in miracles. Your prayer is still going to be, have mercy, O oh God. And the next thing, then what Jesus did is, he builds us into his church, a place for God to live in and to rule from. God in the midst of his people. So grace is not only at the time of being saved, but we need it at every step of our Christian journey. And that is because we have been in our fallen state too long and will fall short in many areas. So if, for example, you're looking at your character, your finances, your health, your relationships, your ministry, or anything else with your life, any other area you look at, you will reach a point where you will exhaust your capacity and you will need his intervention. That intervention can only come through grace. And all those areas where we fall short or where we are relying on ourselves, more importantly, which is very dangerous. The Holy Spirit shows you all those areas. So if we are to lift ourselves up in those areas, then we know that we know 
we need lifting, the sooner we realize it and the sooner we submit to God, the quicker we become candidates for grace. That is why your prayer would be, have mercy. It is also a sign of humility. Have mercy. I hope you are understanding it because for every area that we need breakthrough, your prayer is going to start with have mercy. Before direction, submission. Have mercy. Have mercy is a prayer that says to the head, you take over. Have mercy is a prayer that says to the head, I submit to you in surrender. Now you provide direction, whatever you say, I'll do that. And you turn things around for me. So if I were to summarize today's part, it is just coming in alignment with Jesus, recognizing his government that he is in charge and now committing to follow his instruction and in order to follow through, our prayer changes into have mercy and provide grace so that I can execute that which you have instructed me to do and execute it successfully. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we understand what you have shown us today, in our own personal journey, our walk with your spirit, our walk with Jesus in the light, help us have that renewal of heart and mind and a transformation in our personal prayer so that when we pray in this way, you are able to open us up to newer realms, to higher levels of capabilities through the grace that you make available. And that grace can even be manifest in the form of anointings that will catapult us through promotions in the spirit. Even there, we ought to remember at all times Though at some stage we may walk in miracles, how we obtained that capacity to walk in miracles. Two words, have mercy. Ask that edification in our spirit, Lord, so that we remain humble and we remain connected and committed to you. As we consecrate our hearts to you, Lord, to become your priest, that kingdom of your priests and kings. Before we become kings, let us always remember priesthood and priesthood starts with submission and have mercy. We thank you, Lord. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs, those of our families and friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day for all families facing division and separation of any kind. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Especially that of prayerlessness. All kinds of addictions. Let that yoke of the enemy be broken in the name of Jesus. We pray also, Lord, for all those in our family and friend circles that are not yet saved. We pray for salvations of all those that are connected with us. In our workplace, in our community in our family especially. And we pray for our own personal needs. 
We lift up also all those that are caught in war zones, those that are marginalized, discriminated on, those that are aliens in their own country, those that are mistreated, and all those that are battling poverty and joblessness. We lift all of these up, Lord, to you. And as we release our faith, Lord, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And we believe that we have received, Lord, when we release our prayer of agreement together, because that is what your word says. Believe that you have received and it shall be yours. And when you have agreed as touching upon it, then the Father will do it for us. We come in this faith as we now make this our prayer and release our faith uh, as we pray in the Spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, let us release our tongue and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. You have to trust Him. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ondapiada Sarada <laughs> <laughs> 
Procatara <laughs> Sarah, 
of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The words that were spoken to me this morning with great authority and deep love. I have called you. You are mine. And the scripture I've been given is from Isaiah 42, verses 6 and 7. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. A scripture, first scripture shared in the chat is from Philippians 4, verses 4 to 7, quoted from the NIV, where it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to the Lord. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And the second one is from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, quoted from the Amplified, where it says, But God, being so very rich in mercy because of his great and wonderful love with which he loved us, even when we were spiritually dead and separated from him because of our sins, he made us spiritually alive together with Christ. For by his grace, his undeserved favor and mercy, you have been saved from God's judgment. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful reflections are divine mercy. And rosary sessions as well as Friday Bible teachings, please share those with friends and family and invite them to come join us. We'll share a message about this Friday's topic in our chat on both the platforms, WhatsApp and Telegram. You can share links with friends and family. The topic is the sixth part in our series on blessings and curses. It's a powerful eye-opening series. Please share it with your family and friends. Invite at least one person. And that the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory.
Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Russell.